let us help you reach your peak in retirement. It's time for Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. Sean and I hanging out talking about the high anxiety times we find ourselves in currently this go around on the podcast. Thanks to a variety of economic circumstances, people are certainly a little bit more edgy than they have been from a financial standpoint, at least the last couple of years. So that's the topic of conversation today on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Hanging in there. Uh, definitely dealing with uh, a lot of interesting stuff like we all are. The world is you know, continuing to be uh, <laughs> interesting. I filled up my truck the other day for the first time ever. I had to pay the triple digits. It was hundred and like $101, I think. Oh, geez. Yeah, pretty hefty. So it, it's frustrating, right? We got a lot going on, so people are pretty stressed out. I saw, I saw a video of some guy filling up his RV. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize oh, how RV? big okay. some of those gas tanks are, but it yeah. was a 170-gallon tank. It cost him $944. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, I bet that is rough, you know, going to go out and do something. I imagine, you know, truckers as well, right? Right. You know, so that's some big stuff going on. And that's part of what we're going to talk about today, Sean, on the, on the podcast, because, you know, in the last three years, I mean, yes, take away the COVID stuff. I, I'm talking more financially based, but the last three years, the market has been, you know, pretty stupid, right? I mean, 20 plus percent each of the last three years right. uh, is, is how it's finished off on 19, 20, and 21. So ever since basically the beginning of 22, we've been pretty volatile. And now we add this the whole Ukraine thing. So that, you know, there's just more adding to it. So I wanted to kind of get your take on it. I'm going to shuffle around a little bit on this list just based on the order. I want to start there with the Ukraine stuff. I mean, people are fretting about the continued economic effects. At the time we're taping this podcast, I saw that they just uh, Biden wants to kick it up another eight hundred million, or excuse me, yeah, eight hundred million in aid uh, to the Ukrainians. So it's another billion dollars on our price tag. Not saying that they don't need help. It's just these things add to the worry about what our economy is going to do. Right. Yeah, and this is a an interesting topic because there's when the media gets gets a handle on everything. When the media talks about oh yeah, you know Russia, Ukraine, and and you know we're, we we're still we we finally stopped importing oil from from Russia, which isn't going to have a huge effect on us. Yeah, it, it, we saw pricing at the pump go up, but then you saw crude hit less than a hundred a barrel again. Uh, most of it's emotional, and, and what you have to remember with Russia and Ukraine is that, and we talked about this. Uh, Mike Sorrentino, our our uh, CIO, talked about it a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm is that the Russia-Ukraine conflict for our country is humanitarian. It's a, right. it's a humanitarian issue that, that we, should, we should be there to support those people. From an economic perspective, because we're mostly a consumer spending economy, there's not going to be a huge, huge uh, effect on us. I mean, you look in January, our consumer spending as a country was up 4%. In February, we added 700,000 jobs. And so from an economic perspective, right. there's a lot of emotion going on when it comes to Russia, Ukraine. But from, an, from a consumer spending standpoint, we're still spending money here domestically. We're still spending money to buy goods and services and, and do trips and do those sorts of things. So it's not going to be a, it's not a huge economic disruption for us right now doesn't mean that it may not be in the future. It's just where we're yeah, sitting exactly. right now. And I think that's the scare, right, is because, 
it is a, it is pretty volatile, and we wonder, you know, what's happening and how do we, you know will it launch into something bigger when you have planes, you know, crashing and getting very close to Poland and, and NATO based mm-hmm. countries. It, it makes it very nerve wracking. And, and back to our conversation about the gas, whether it's affecting us or not, we've been slowly increasing. Gas was thirty dollars a barrel in April of twenty twenty, and it was over one hundred and thirty dollars a barrel in February of twenty two. Right. So regardless of whatever the reason is, pipeline conversations, whatever you want to go with, it's still that shell shockness of people saying, man, you know, this is just costing me a ton. And you're hearing people say, well, maybe I should go back to maybe I should ask if I can work from home longer or, you know, Mm -hmm. we're getting mass restrictions off. But then we're saying, well, now I just can't afford to go anywhere. Right. You know, driving less. And I mean, you saw it. One hundred and one dollars. I filled up my Yukon and it was. I think 86 bucks, but I had a 35 cent off coupon. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> per take gallon. It, take it. Yeah. Per gallon. That's awesome. Well, I, I, just based on where my wife buys our groceries, they, right. they've got their own, you know, it's like Costco. They got their sure. own gas station. Yeah, yeah. So they, they get you by getting you to go buy groceries there and you get discounted gas. And that's which, the average price. A buddy of mine who lives in the Wake County, um, not sorry, not Wake County, Cook County area, which is Chicago, basically, it's like 570 or 580 a gallon. That's crazy. Yeah. So, you know, and I guess for retirees, you just mentioned a guy with an RV. I guess the question becomes is, are we seeing, are people starting to feel like, man, we're, we're loosening up, we're getting some of this the COVID stuff behind us to where we can maybe get back out and enjoy retirement. And now we are a little worried about what's that going to do to our plan if we're, you know, spending, you know, $900 on a gas tank. Right? <laughs> I know. And I get a lot of questions, Sean. It should should I not spend money and, or, you know, what's this going to do to our plan? Mm -hmm. And, and those are valid concerns, but as a country, we haven't seen consumer spending slow down or stop. It's, we're we're continuing to spend money with the exception of, you know, the supply chain issues that, that we've had. Yeah. We're wanting to, apparently in a lot, a lot of places, it's still just a matter of getting things. It's, can you get the product to do that? So, Habits really haven't haven't changed, and there's a lot of talk around inflation, and, and yes, inflation was here, or is here, but it's still not changing habits for the most part. People are still spending money, and until habits change and money stops getting spent, the economy is going to continue to move forward. Well, let, let's go into that piece, because that's another part of the equation that people are concerned about. We're not technically into a recession, Sean, but this is very, very similar. I mean eerily similar in a lot of ways to the mid to late 70s with the Mm -hmm. gas issues and the interest rates being where they were or they are and then the fed talking about moving them up for a lot of people who didn't live through that and i was just you and i were young so i mean if it wasn't affecting the price of our bubblicious we probably didn't care well easy man i wasn't around in the 70s yes you were (laughs) get out of here 80 (laughs) (laughs) were you really yeah, 80. Okay, well, I was born in 70, so hush. <laughs> Either way, it was affecting my bubblicious. I wasn't paying attention. All right. But the point being is that the, in order to break the inflation, the Fed started raising the rates a lot in the 70s. And there's talk of our Fed currently maybe doing four to six rate increases. And we're hearing, you know, February's inflation numbers were 7.9. We're hearing maybe double digits before the year ends out. You know, so if the, the Fed starts ticking up, could that push us into recession? That's the, the conversation piece now. It could. And... But remember, when, when inflation rises, mm-hmm. the, the markets tend to rise. And, and the, the, bigger, the bigger issue with, with that is, well, if the Fed starts to raise rates, what's mm-hmm. that's, what, what is that going to do economically? Yeah, we, it could push us a little bit in, into a recession. 
But rising interest rates isn't necessarily a bad thing, okay. especially for seniors and savers, because as interest rates rise, then you can start to, to get some sort of income yeah. from, from maybe bonds. We get to, yeah, maybe we get to 3% once again or something on a CD, right? Right. And, I mean, if you got a 3% CD now, you are in happy as can be, but we're just not seeing that. So right. what does that do? That por- forces people to move into the markets to try to get return, to try to get to get growth because they can't get it in the bond market. And so as rising as interest rates start to rise, we'll see a little bit of a reset back into normalcy where yes, now you can start to get income and and dividends right, and yeah. yield from the bond market as well, which will help long term, which will help seniors and savers. Well, you know, and and I guess the argument somebody's going to say is, yeah, but you know, great, what's 4% or 5% CD at the bank going to do me when inflation's 8, right? But I think if you're thinking you're going to outpace inflation even in the 70s when you could get a 15% CD right. or you know, inflation was still higher. Like so I mean, you you the bank products are just not going to beat inflation. Now you might find some ways where you can keep up with it at times in history, but I don't think it's going to beat it. And so you're still going to have to have something in the market so that you can, that's the best place to try to beat inflation, which kind of ties it all back in together as saying, well, that brings us back to those concerns about the volatility is this what we're seeing it everywhere, right? We're seeing, I saw a funny, pretty funny meme, Sean, it said mother nature's just tossing out temperatures like their Powerball numbers, right? It's, you know, 36, 12, 80, 15, <laughs> you know, it's all over the place. And the market's been doing that for several weeks now, right? Up, down, up, down. It's like it's just, you know, just ping-ponging everywhere. Well, think about when Russia finally broke and invaded Ukraine. The market was down 800 points in the morning. Mm-hmm. By the afternoon, it was up 400. Same day. That's I mean, you're talking a 1,200-point swing. Mm-hmm. And when we see those big swings, the big 800 points, the down, up 600, yeah, you know, a lot of that is emotions. So we're we're starting to see emotions play into it. And when we when we get back to some normalcy and emotions are out of the way, that's when the markets are up 100 points, 200 points, down 50. Yeah. You know, back back to a little bit of normalcy. But we saw such a build up before Russia invaded Ukraine that there was so much emotion around it that that's when we saw regardless of our economic situation, we saw all this emotion around well what's going to happen? And, and that's we've seen some yeah some reductions in our market this year. Well, at the time we're taping this, and of course it'll change you know infinitely between now and the time it gets posted. But it's up about one point one percent, right? Just right at about thirty four thousand on the Dow. I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and the high was you know fifty two week high was like thirty six. So it's not you know it's not super far off, like two thousand points. Uh, and when you're talking about this high of a number, that's not you know that detrimental. But I think the indicator for Sean for people is if this movement causes you because what happens is people feel like if i'm not doing something i'm doing something wrong Mm -hmm. right so they feel like if i don't make a move i'm doing something wrong and that's that's where the danger comes in especially for retirees you feel this urge to go change something and maybe a change isn't needed and that's why it's important to have the strategy the plan and have that advisor you can call up and go all right sean i'm i'm nervous dude what should i do exactly and we look at i we we just did a whole big block of reviews in in February March, and the conversation runs around. All right, what is your income? How's your income look? Are you comfortable with it? And then if you're not using some of your assets, what are we doing with them? So right. yeah. you know, in some of our investment strategies, we're we're dividend driven. So dividends are being reinvested. Look at dividends right now as a great way to dollar cost average back into your portfolio. 
and go discount shopping if you're not using the money. Okay. And, and right now the markets are, are depressed. So everybody wants to go to Costco and buy, you know, 50,000 packs of toilet paper for <laughs> right. cheap. Right. But the, the mindset is, well, when the market's down, I'm just going to sell. Well, why wouldn't you go buy more at a discount? You're trying to buy everything else at a discount. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're doing with dividends right now is let's just reinvest and buy things at a discount. And as the markets start to correct back up or move upward positively, you've bought all these shares at a, at a lower price. That's now your recovery idea. is quicker. Yeah, exactly. No, that's the idea for sure. So, you know, that's basically just what we wanted to talk about this week on the show was these high anxiety times that we're in. So if you got some questions, you need a little help, uh, make sure that you're checking with your professional, your financial professional before you take any action. Like I just mentioned, it's easy to want to feel like we need to do something. It kind of satisfies some sort of urge to make us feel better that, hey, I've done this. I've made this move. I've accomplished something. But a lot of times, especially when it comes to the financial situation, we make the wrong moves because we're listening to those emotions that Sean said, and we wind up you know, maybe hurting ourselves. So before you take any action, always check with a qualified professional like Sean and the team at Elevated Retirement Group. You can give them a jingle at 855-50-RETIRE or just stop by the website, elevatemyretirement.com. That's elevatemyretirement.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on whatever platform you like to use like Apple or Google or Spotify, and that way you can get new episodes as well as check out past ones. Thanks, my friend, for hanging out with me. I appreciate it. I hope you have yourself a great week. Thanks, man. We'll talk to you soon. Oh, by the way, it's St. Patty's Day when we're dropping this. Uh, so are you a green beer kind of person? Uh, you, yeah, it's all you, the same. Yeah, right? It's weird to me. I can't do it. Like, I don't know why. It just <laughs> weirds me out. It just bugs me. But either way. It tastes the same. Just throw, throw some food color in I it. know. I know. It just weirds me out. But anyway, you have yourself a great uh, St. Patty's Day if you go in for that sort of thing. And make sure you got some green on so you don't get pinched. And we'll see you next time here on Retirement Elevated with Sean Lee. Investment advisory services offered through Elevated Capital Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Investment Advisors.